Podcast, your podcast source for movie and TV related news. It's September 14th, 2018. I'm Shannon. And I'm Michael. What's opening in theaters this weekend? The Predator. When a young boy accidentally triggers the universe's most lethal hunters return to Earth, only a ragtag crew of ex-soldiers and a disgruntled science teacher can prevent the end of the human race. Directed by Shane Black and written by Black and Fred Decker. It's the fourth film in the Predator film series, not counting Alien vs. Predator films. Stars Boyd Hallbrook, Travante Rhodes, Jacob Tremblay, Keegan-Michael Key, Olivia Munn, Thomas Jane, Alfie Allen, and Sterling K. Brown. Ooh, it's at 36% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, that's not too good. No. And, I don't know, there was a lot of expectations that this might be a good one. Well, I guess not. For some reason I thought Arnold Schwarzenegger was going to be in this one, but I don't see his name listed, unless it's a surprise cameo. Yeah, I don't know. Also out, a simple favor. Stephanie, a mommy blogger, seeks to uncover the truth behind her best friend Emily's sudden disappearance from their small town. It's directed by Paul Feig from a screenplay by Jessica Schwarzer, based on the 2017 novel of the same name by Darcy Bell. stars Anna Kendrick, Blake Lively, and Henry Golding. This one's doing a lot better with the critics. It's at 84%. That's solid. Um, I know that this is not Paul Feig's normal area. This is like a thriller. He's more known for uh, comedies. Is this his first, you know? I believe so. Yeah. I think everything else he's, at least movie-wise, directed has been comedy. I know he's directed a lot of episodic television as well. I'm trying to think if there's anything in there that's mm-hmm. more serious. But I, th- I think it's mainly been comedies. So I'm glad to see it's doing well. I'm always interested in whatever Paul Feig does. So i definitely see this. Yeah, me too. Also out today, White Boy Rick. The story of teenager Richard Wersch Jr., who became an undercover informant for the FBI during the 1980s and was ultimately arrested for drug trafficking and sentenced to life in prison. Directed by Yann Demange and written by Andy Weiss and Logan and Noah Miller. Stars Richie Merritt, Matthew McConaughey, Belle Powley, Jennifer Jason Lee, Brian Tyree Henry, Rory Cochrane, and Piper Laurie. This one's at 57. So, yeah, not a total loss, but not great. Yeah, like midway between the other two. Yeah. And finally, in wide release, Unbroken, Path to Redemption. When the war ended, his battle began. Based on Laura Hillenbrand's best-selling book, Unbroken Path of Redemption begins where Unbroken ends, sharing the next amazing chapter of Olympian and World War II hero Louis Zamperini's powerful true story of forgiveness, redemption, and amazing grace. It's directed by Harold Kronk and acts as a successor to the 2014 film Unbroken, although none of the original cast returns. It stars Samuel Hunt as Zamperini, Merritt Patterson, Vincenzo Amato, Vanessa Bell Calloway, Bobby Campo, and Gary Cole. I don't know anything about the original. The fact that it has none of the original cast doesn't seem to bode well. No, this one's the worst out of the four. It's at 13% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's only got eight reviews, but still, only one of those was fresh. 
so far. Out in limited release, Mandy. Mandy is set in the primal wilderness of 1983, where Red Miller, a broken and haunted man, hunts an unhinged religious sect who slaughtered the love of his life. Oh, this is the Nick Cage movie that's highly anticipated. Wow, it's at 96%. I didn't know it was highly anticipated. People actually is think it's going to be good oh yeah people have been talking about it for a while it just i don't know all the pictures look over the top like with him like completely drenched in blood um i don't know like uh, mock excited for it or actually like i mean his career is i'm not really sure because i wasn't interested in it ironically um, interested so but i think kind uh, of really interested 96 percent. that's pretty good how yeah. many reviews does it have 71 no that's yeah wow. also out patient zero after an unprecedented global pandemic turns the majority of humankind into violent infected a man gifted with the ability to speak the infected's new language leads the last survivors on a hunt for patient zero and a cure. Yeah, it kind of looks like another zombie movie. Um, but I did watch a clip of this one a while back, and it, it looked kind of different, a little bit funny. I don't know if it will turn out well, though. There's no tomato meter right now. Is is patient zero not the name of one of the fake Seinfeld movies? What am I what am I thinking of? <laughs> Maybe that does it really seem they ha- they must have something. There's death blow. There's Chunnel. <laughs> There's Rochelle Rochelle. Oh, I was trying to think of that one. There's Prognosis Negative. I really think there's something with zero in the name. Does I feel sound like we have to right. look this up. I can... I feel like I can picture Kramer saying it on the fake movie phone. And lastly, out in limited release, The Children Act. As her marriage crumbles, a judge must decide a case involving a teenage boy who is refusing a blood transfusion on religious principle. Sounds fun. (laughs) Yeah, this one sounds kind of rough. But it's at 66%, so it's fresh but not very highly reviewed. It looks like there's an Agent Zero. Ah, um, Agent Zero. But I'm still not, I'm still not Is sure. That, that's a Seinfeld fake yes. movie? Okay. Agent Zero. Rochelle Rochelle. Channel. Checkmate. <laughs> I don't remember that one. Death Blow. Firestorm. Blimp. The Hindenburg Story. Sack Lunch. We all oh, remember that one. Oh, Sack Lunch, of course. Cry Cry Again. Brown Eyed Girl. The Other <laughs> oh, Side of that, Darkness. I really remember. Ponce de Leon. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's not even in this list. All right. uh, More research is needed. Any news? According to The Hollywood Reporter, Henry Cavill may have already played Superman for the last time. Warner Brothers had been trying to enlist Cavill for a Superman cameo in Shazam, but contract talks between Cavill's reps and Warner's broke down due to scheduling conflicts. Since the studio has shifted its focus to a Supergirl movie, which will be an origin story featuring a teen superheroine, this effectively removes an actor of Cavill's age from the storyline's equation, given that Superman would be an infant, according to DC lore. Additionally, there are no other Superman standalone movies currently in the works. Yeah, so he might be done. There's rumors that Ben Affleck is done too as Batman, but um, this seems pretty solid. He did, after that, post something on Instagram that was kind of weird. Um, I didn't actually see the video or the photo, whatever it was, but I heard that nobody understood it. He wrote, today was exciting, hashtag Superman, and it's like him with a Superman figure or something. Um, So 
nobody knows what <laughs> what that means. Maybe he did not get the word. <laughs> or he's he, maybe he's not sure he's through. I mean, talks broke down, but that did, doesn't mean. And I, and we also reported that he's been cast in some series too, right? I believe so. Which. Some people thought meant that he might be done. I The first I heard of this was somebody had posted a picture of him as like James Bond. And it was like, Bond 26, 2022. And I was like, what? Did, did they cast him as the next James Bond? But I guess it was just fan art and people were I guess people are pushing for him to be Bond maybe he said he wanted to be it and he is British but I was pretty sure Idris Elba was the front runner yeah according to Deadline Halle Berry is making her directorial debut with Bruised a mixed martial arts action drama in which she's also starring written by Michelle Rosenfarb the plot follows Jackie Justice a disgraced MMA fighter who has failed at the one thing she's ever been good at, fighting. When six-year-old Manny, the son she walked out on years ago, returns to her doorstep, Jackie has to conquer her own demons, face one of the fiercest rising stars of the MMA world, and ultimately fight to become the mother this kid deserves. This based on a true story. Uh, not that I know of. Mm. This doesn't sound like I'd be... Be something I'd be interested in, but um, good for I'm Halle sure Berry branching out. For The Hollywood Reporter, Netflix has picked up Dumplin', the comedic drama that pairs Jennifer Aniston with Patty Cakes star Danielle McDonald. Dumplin' is the plus-size teenage daughter of a former beauty queen who signs up for her mom's pageant as a protest that escalates when other contestants follow in her footsteps, revolutionizing the pageant and their small Texas town. This sounds like it could be funny. Yeah. I guess it's a movie, right? Yeah. Deadline brings word that Rosamund Pike is set to star in and executive produce The Banker's Wife, a high-stakes international thriller drama series based on Christina Alger's book. The Banker's Wife is set in the world of global finance from Geneva to Paris, London, and New York. It is about two women racing for answers when a mysterious plane crash sets them off on parallel pursuits of truth. Inspired by the Panama Papers, as these women shine a light on hidden offshore accounts meant to be kept in the dark, they will become embedded in the crosshairs of danger within a large conspiracy of money laundering, powerful politicians, and a web of terrorists and criminals, thus transforming their lives forever. Sounds like it could be kind of exciting. Who's Rosamond Pike? She was in Gone Girl. Okay, the main Mm -hmm. Gone Girl. Yeah. Gotcha. Deadline reports Sarah Lancaster, known for her acting turns in Everwood, Chuck, and as gift shop Lisa on Scrubs, is set to make her feature directorial debut with Josie and Jack. Based on the Kelly Braffitt novel by the same name, Lancaster adapted the screenplay with the author. The movie follows the dark story of teenage siblings who are raised in isolation in a decaying rural Pennsylvania mansion. Homeschooled by their tyrannical professor father, Josie and Jack only have each other to depend on as they make their way in the world. Lancaster is currently finishing post-production in anticipation of a winter festival run. Sounds kind of creepy. I'm actually, it really seems like we're seeing a lot more movies 
directed by women. Yeah, that's two this week. Yeah, right there, right? In other news, Netflix has bought the global rights to Steven Soderbergh's sports-themed feature, High Flying Bird, and is planning a 2019 rollout. I think that means it's not very good. I'm not a big fan of Soderbergh anyway. Isn't he the one who does really weird experimental things? He does. It might not. So I don't know. Maybe not. Sometimes. Maybe it doesn't mean it's bad. True. Dean Norris has joined the cast of Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Vincent D'Onofrio has joined the cast of Godfather of Harlem in the role of Vincent Chin Giganti, a former boxer who works his way from enforcer all the way to crime boss. Isn't he already a crime boss in Daredevil? Oh, yeah, yeah. This totally made me think of Daredevil. I wonder if it'll be a similar character. Modern Family is planning to kill off a significant character in its upcoming 10th season. I don't think I've ever seen an episode. It is? No. We don't know who it is, nor do I think we know any of the characters on the show. (laughs) No. But I'm sure it'll be really sad. Aaron Paul is joining the third season of Westworld, supposedly as a series regular. The Designing Women reboot, which we've all been waiting for, has gotten a script commitment from ABC. What's new to streaming services this week? Netflix got Blacklist Season 5, Life, On My Skin, American Vandal Season 2, Bleach, Boca Juniors Confidential, Bojack Horseman Season 5, Car Masters Rust to Riches, The World's Most Extraordinary Home Season 2 Part A, and Norm MacDonald has a show. We've all been waiting for that. They also got an original movie called Last Hope. After causing the near extinction of mankind seven years ago, genius scientist Leon Liu must now fight the ecological disaster he unwittingly created. The Angel. While operating at the highest levels of Egypt's government, Ashraf Marwan walks a dangerously thin line as a spy for Israel based on a true story. The Dragon Prince. Two human princes forge an unlikely bond with the elven assassin sent to kill them, embarking on an epic quest to bring peace to their warring lands. The Land of Steady Habits. After leaving his wife and his job to find happiness, Anders begins a clumsy, heartbreaking quest to resemble to reassemble the pieces of his fractured life. On Amazon, Forever, Season 1, Grace Unplugged, and High Fantasy. Hulu has an original series debuting called The First. The First is a series created by Bo Willimon and starring Sean Penn and Natasha McElhone. The show portrays members of a team of astronauts as they become the first humans to visit Mars. Based on a true story. On HBO, The Oslo Diaries. Stars got And Then There Was You and Bird on a Wire. So last week we ran a poll. What's your favorite Ryan Johnson movie? So The Last Jedi ran away with it 70%. Looper got 20%, 10% for The Brothers Bloom, and 0 for Brick. Wow. I gotta imagine people just haven't seen Brick. I guess our friends at Film Spotting did not vote in this one. <laughs> yeah. Did you did you sick your Star Wars buddies on this? I didn't sick anybody on this one. No, I didn't think so. There there'd be a lot more votes, yeah. But um I mean The Last Jedi was the best one and Looper was the second best one, so it's fine. You might be biased. This week I'm we're not. asking what's your favorite project that Paul Feig was involved in? Freaks and Geeks, Ghostbusters, 
The Office, or Bridesmaids. So a mix of TV and movies. Bridesmaids and... was hella funny, but it's got to be Freaks and Geeks. Come on. Yeah. There's no question. Of course it's Freaks and Geeks. But let us know what you think. But it might not win because a lot of people did not see that show. It was on and off so quickly with absolutely no advertising. I think I think a lot of people know about it at this point. But I don't know it's if they've gone back classic. and watched it. Well, if they haven't, they should. Yeah, they should. So let us know what you think. Daily Show Pod on Twitter, and we'll discuss the result next week. And that's our show. If you have any feedback, you can email us at feedback at dailyshow.com. Our Facebook page is Daily Show. Our Twitter account is Daily Show Pod. Our website is dailyshow.com. Hope you enjoyed the show. Talk to you next time. Daily Show on, Daily Show off. Why don't you just tell me the movie you want to see? Mm-hmm.